So, this is part two of my conversation with the wonderful Lorraine Hoodless. If you haven't listened to part one, click off this, listen to part one, and then come back and listen to part two. And for those of you that have listened to part one, here you go. about you but I, like I um I think I'm gonna be cautious to going back indoors I think the game why do you think you're gonna be a bit cautious I think uh, I don't know it's the thought of running up and down London like day in day out I think I'm sh- I'm shattered with it you know what I mean like it's it's very tiring Mm. And you know, I'm no spring chicken, Nathan. I know I joke earlier, <laughs> a bit older, but actually, you know, it's true. Like, and during lockdown, you know, I've been working full time in my job, working from home. Very lucky to have a job, I know, um, uh, and a, a job that I really enjoy. But like, I was coming home and running out the door again, maybe three, four, five nights a week. Mm. Um, and I was tired. I was tired. Um, so I've done a lot of sleeping over lockdown, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and I just don't know if I'll be able to go back to getting in at 11 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I do. Yeah. or 12 and having to get up at 7, you know, every day. I don't know if I'll be able to handle that. Well, and maybe not as much as you did before. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, the move to Liverpool as well will be quite interesting for comedy well, for me. Well the, well, the comedy scene in Liverpool is supposedly really, really good. That's what I've heard, actually. And it's not far from Manchester. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the comedy scene up north, you yeah. can progress a lot faster than mm. you can in London, from what I've seen and heard from other people. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I mean, because you're in, can you drive? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're in dri- you're within driving distance of all these places. So once you've done your yeah. once you've done your set in like maybe Manchester, it's only like an hour or something drive back to where you're, back to where back to the river, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. So I don't know, like um, you know, that's another reason for, you know, trying to create some sort of online presence as well, because mm. if it's gonna be <clears throat> I mean I still will have to come down to London for my work if they want me to come back into the office. So in that respect, I will be down and doing some London gigs, but I'm going to have to be smart about the ones that I do do because it'll be, I'll only be down certain nights of the week and stuff like that as well. Mm. So, so yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting, I think. But yeah. you want na- you'll want nights in London that you know are going to give you progression. Yeah. That's it, Nathan. You fit the nail on the head. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Because even though there's there's a place for the box to have open mics, well, the <laughs> one for I think now we need to just be looking at okay, is this night going to help mm. me to progress further in my potential comedy career? Yeah, um, exactly. And I think that's what every promoter should be looking at as well. I, I yeah, I agree. I, so, yeah, I don't know how things are going to progress, um, but it's a troubling time. And I, I just, I feel bad. I don't make my living yet off of comedy. No. Um, and I feel terrible for those that are 
up a rung or two and they've you know they've maybe quit their jobs recently and they're you know they're, they're getting paid gigs and then all of a sudden everything disappears that must be horrific yeah i can't imagine how that would feel and um yeah it's just terrible and they're the ones that should get the paid gigs you know they're yeah. the ones that need them you know at exactly. this point in time yeah completely yeah. i completely agree so it kind of goes back to what i was saying earlier in that we need to start getting you know, the gigs start to get need left the gigs that sign up need to get people paid first and yeah. then start thinking about the open mic acts yeah for sure for sure was you that, that, that time will come but we need to get the industry back going going again yeah for sure for sure but so, there was a lot of talk about the you know like uh a dearth of new comedians coming through so without that kind of um that tiered approach actually are comedians gonna you know are we gonna be lacking in this cohort of comedians but I don't think that that's the case I think I've seen different people do zoom gigs I've Mm -hmm. seen new people just starting out come on and do lots of zoom gigs will they have a different a different set of skills yeah they will from um from people that have started out pre-covid I think Mm. um but yeah, we again, they're gonna, and then again, they're going to have to learn a new set of skills when they get back, when they actually eventually yeah. get on stage. Exactly, exactly, for sure. And we're going to have to pre- well, and I, you, you've already started, but I'm going to have to relearn those skills once I get back, mm-hmm. once I get back on as well. It's exactly the same. It's like riding a bike, Nathan. Nobody should be scared of it. It's wonderful, and people want to laugh. That's okay. all you have to remember. Okay. Um, it's like getting in a warm bath. It's beautiful. You know exactly what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. It's lovely. It's amazing. Ooh. Best feeling in the world. So, um, the film that we're going to talk about today, um, uh-huh. Like a Boss. Um, I love that you gave me some feminist stuff <laughs> or semi-feminist stuff. So my um, I... I, I'll be honest, the only reason I really picked it, well, partly because the poster looks like it'll be fun to Photoshop, and two, uh-huh. it stars three people that I really do I do quite like. So that's Tiffany Haddish, uh, Rose Byrne, and uh, Salma Hayek. And yeah. it's one of those films where you, there's a saying that, like, I think, you know, Mark Como, the film critic? Yeah. Yeah. He has a saying in the the more posters for a comedy film, the more posters you see for a comedy film, the worse the comedy is. And I saw posters for this film absolutely everywhere. So it looked to me as if like it was going to be one of those films that I'd have to see just to see how just to see how bad it is. Um, so it's I didn't think it was a comedy. I did. <laughs> I didn't think it was a comedy. What when you were watching it? <laughs> Well, there's little funny bits, but I wouldn't call it a comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, like, it's listed as a comedy. That's so funny. <laughs> or not funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, there were funny moments, but I wouldn't say it was a straight-out comedy. I thought it was like, 
your typical body movie. Mm. Typical body movie. Um, and it was nice. And I cried a little, just maybe because I was hungover. But um, yeah, I liked it. I liked it for lots of reasons because it could have been, it could have been way off the mark. Mm-hmm. But it was actually closer to the mark that I, than I thought it was going to be. So I was. I will give it this. So it's got Tiffany Haddish and Rose Byrne, who are close, who yeah. are childhood friends, and they own a makeup company. To, they own a makeup shop and makeup company together. Um, mm-hmm. They're best of friends, and Salma Hayek she plays this really. High, she's basically the Anna Winter of this of this universe, and she yeah. swoops in and wants to buy up the wants to buy up the company. And Roseburn wants to go in because it's she's all about the money. Tiffany Haddish wants to doesn't trust Salma Hayek at all because she wants more of a creative wants wants to retain. More the creative side of the more, more the creative side of the company, which they'd be letting go if Sam Hayek gets away. And obviously, because Sam Hayek is the evil capitalist boss, she wants to split the two of them up so that she can gain majority control of the company. Um, I thought it was much better than I than it had any right to be. If that has, if that makes any sense. But yeah. considering the cast involved. And the amount of, and how well they do with what they're given, it just didn't. It didn't. It was nowhere near as good as good as it needed to be for me. Like I really like. I, I really liked all three people in their key roles. So I thought Tiffany Haddish was great, and she worked really well with Rose Byrne. And yeah. seeing Sam Hyatt play this evil sort of maniacal narcissistic character she was great but for me the script just didn't deliver what it needed to yeah i think um there were some nice moments yeah some nice bits of dialogue um and like the notes that i took were more towards the start of it um around some of the some of the kind of key things that yeah they were talking about um getting their fifth done so there was a baby shower yeah. scene and mm-hmm. um, and you know it was them too and they had a bigger kind of crowd of friends and they came out with the baby vagina head cake and i was like oh come on mm-hmm. i was a bit disappointed by that and then they were going oh yeah one of the women was like oh yeah i've had a, you know all of my bits done um so that the uh doctor has a clean working space <laughs> um and it's like oh no don't do that keep your bushery love it's as nature is intent intended that kind of annoyed me a bit um but yeah it was it was it was interesting mm. And you know enjoyable. Who, do you know who really surprised um, me in this film? Like I'm making, it, I think I'm making it sound like I liked it more than I did, but uh-huh. who really surprised me in this film was Billy Porter, who was is essentially playing a gay stereotype. And yeah. I thought, okay, he's just going to be a flaming queen throughout this whole movie, but he was actually quite funny in it. 
Oh, he was great. He's like I don't I don't know him well. If you know, what I mean, I don't know his body of work, but um, yeah, I thought he was he was natural and he was just a person. You know, what I mean, a really cool person in the the show. Right. Um, but I did I did make a note actually that um, they were they they hit all of the they hit all of the kind of quotas. Is what yeah. I would say. Oh yeah, all of the uh, yeah, all the all the um, all the stereotypes that you'd expect in this kind of film are present. Yeah. So you've got Rose Byrne, who's the um, very who's the very studious and calculated one. Tiffany Haddish, who's the wild and out crazy one. You've got Jennifer Coolidge, who yeah. um, who's from who you'll know from American Pie. And yeah. legally blonde, funny enough, because she essentially plays the exact same character in this as she did in Legally Blonde. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I agree. Um, and so she plays the kind of down, the very, a very downtrodden, not very bright woman. Um, Billy Porter is the gay stereotype. You've got Karen Sony, who this is the like who's um. Uh, Selma Hayek's assistant, and this is like the first time I've seen Karen Sonny in anything where he doesn't look like a prepubescent child. Uh-huh. I mean, he's clearly like not, but he, he always looks like he's just come back from school and every other thing that he's in. Um, uh-huh. And you've got Selma Hayek as the mani- as the um, maniacal control group who gets her, obviously gets her confidence when she goes in when the well towards the end of the film. Um, so yeah, everything it does kind of it's a very like a sort of um, slot A fits into slot B kind of film, and uh-huh. it it's it's a short running time, which is which I'm very grateful for. Not gonna lie, uh-huh. um, it's just that it didn't. The script wasn't the cast was better than the script. Let's just I'll, I'll say that the cast was. Yeah way better than the script and i'll happily watch a film with these people in again but yeah this time was a little bit of a misfire for me do you know nathan it's really it's really weird like see when you look for something to watch on the tv um or netflix or amazon prime or you know other streaming services are available yeah (laughs) and it's really hard to find a comedy isn't it? Yeah. I find it really difficult to find a funny film. Mm. And I don't know what it is, whether the film medium just doesn't work or for comedies. But I find myself looking mm. at older films because I am looking to laugh. Mm. And it's just weird. But yeah, back to this one. Um, I kind of liked it. I, I like they, they got the message around uh, beauties on the inside and things like that. So that yeah. was kind of that was nice. And friendship um, and uh, and friendship is everlasting. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't about guys. It wasn't girls talking about guys. You know, there were I mean? hardly it's, any guys apart from like Karen Sonny and Billy Porter. Yeah. There were hardly any guys in the film at all yeah uh-huh so that was nice that was nice it was refreshing to have 
more of a kind of female centric non male like uh yeah female centric film is is nice it's mm. nice it felt nice um in in that respect um yeah. i didn't love Salma hayek's character at all i thought you didn't love, you didn't love her i didn't love her character at all i thought she played it well though yeah oh you're not meant to love her she's meant to be a bitch but yeah. um i just I don't know. I thought it was. Um, I don't know. It was just a bit too caricatured. I think. I think that's. I think that's kind of why I liked it because she played it as if it was a cartoon baddie, and I think yeah. it, it was too understated. And I think if she'd have gone the other route, where it was very understated, it wouldn't have worked for yeah. the out and out board body comedy that it was trying to be. So yeah. I think okay, right. in my in my opinion, I think uh -huh. she was really good in it, but I think the writing again let them down a little bit. Yeah. That's a shame, isn't it? Hmm. So to wrap it up, what would you give it? Put in the bin if you hated it. Stream on Netflix if, or whatever streaming service if you want to pay <laughs> or pay full price for it. I would definitely stream on Netflix. Yeah, I'd yeah. probably say, yeah, I'd probably say it's, even though the writing isn't up to scratch, the cast kind of make the best of what they did, make the best, make the best of a not great situation. So I'd probably say a very, very low stream it if you have to. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, that's as far as I go. Um, so I would say stream it. I would say stream it, sisters. Stream it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's one for the the ladies. Yeah, or you know, fair enough. Um, so Lorraine, it's been great having you on well, again. Uh, where can people find you, and what, and um, where can they do the voting thing? So. Facebook and Instagram, just look me up, Lorraine Hoodless. There's not many with that surname, so it's easy to find me. Um, you'll be able to vote on there. You'll be able to see the videos on my Instagram uh, TV. Um, and if you are interested in the cocktail making thing, there's some videos on there as well. Um, I suggest that you actually get yourself a drink and watch the videos on the Instagram. They're very, very uh fun is what i would say um but yeah um yeah just follow me um and yeah i'll be doing a little bit piece to camera every day and um, pulling the balls pulling my balls as they, as they say uh, which is basically a bingo term so it's not disgusting um but yeah uh -huh. so yeah follow me uh tell me what to write about and i will do my best and um yeah we'll be streaming it or um uh giving people access to what i've written during the week at the weekend so yeah all right lorraine it's been good having you on speak to you later thank you honey see you later have a great day Bye.